with that, I might introduce Michael to run through a few commodities and um, I think we'll start with beef and hasn't that been a um, an interesting market in the last couple of months? We uh, are off our highs and sort of dipping below some of our key um, three and five year averages. So I think um, a lot of interest in this, Michael. What are we seeing happening and where might it go from here? Thanks, Mark. Um, you're absolutely right. Beef uh, is facing a, an interesting winter, but uh, life in the beef industry is always interesting. As you say, we've seen prices come off those record highs. Uh, the beef industry is wondering about how much consumers might change their buying behaviours with their steaks, uh, with the mints and sausages and other things uh, if living conditions and uh, cost of living gets tighter. And also looking at the, the global competition. Look, on the price point, that's probably the biggest talking point because we saw prices get to that almost record high when that well, very much the record high when the Eastern Young Cattle Indicator hit almost the 1200 cents a kilo mark in January 2022. And if we look in perspective, it, for it to go from 700 cents, which was thought high at the time, up to that record mark took 21 months. And then it slid back down again to below the 700 cents in 15 months. So there is one school of thinking that that's been a big price slide. But the point you make is absolutely correct, that those were abnormal highs. That was a peak uh, and a period when it was well above the averages. Uh, if you're looking at uh, prices in cattle and if you're making your own strategies, you work on long-term averages uh, for planning your operation. And it was a period when times were good if you were selling. Uh, in many ways, this has now been an inevitable correction back to where prices uh, really are, where people maybe expected they were going to be in the longer term. Uh, why has this happened? Uh, perhaps we've reached that level of optimal supply um, and we're seeing more cattle back on the market now. The uh, the impetus for restocking has gone out of the market now that people have restocked post-drought. The intense competition between restockers, uh, feedlotters and processors has also gone out. So the market has in a way come back to the normal period that it should be at. Uh, perhaps the other thing, and going back to what you were saying about the weather as well, that level of uncertainty and some of those thoughts about a potentially drier few months, particularly a, a drier winter, spring and into summer, means that perhaps a number of producers are thinking they may reduce their carrying capacity, well, reduce their stocking rates um, and get things down so they don't find themselves caught without the right amount of feed or the right amount of water going forward. Thank you. And isn't it a an interesting one where judging that difference in price around the tension between the demand in the market and the, the farmer or grazier restocker demand, I think that certainly helped um, push prices to the peaks. But what do we make of, well, is the demand there? I think it feels like it is, but there's also that processing capacity factor at play, isn't there? There absolutely is. And we've talked about labour before as being one of the things that has constrained uh, processor capacity. We're hearing some uh, relatively good news there that some of the processors and the feedlotters for that matter too are saying that labour is starting to come back. 
far from perfect, but uh, whether it's the transitional labour coming through, uh, whether it's migrant labour, a lot of the Pacific Islander labour, that that is starting to pick up. In terms of the demand, well, that's certainly still strong. Consumer demand may change as cost of living gets tighter. Um, it may change from the finer steaks to more mints, and the supermarkets are reporting this too. But on the other side, that export demand remains really strong. And we have to talk about the fact that with restocking having uh, been so strong and with the supply of cattle back on the market, we are also seeing strong growth in exports, which is good news for the processors. And that feeds back through the feedlotters and to the producers as well. And that growth has been uh, particularly strong in South Korea, which has almost become our biggest market. Um, it's been good into China as well. And another side is the US, because the US beef herd and cattle herd has gone down. Uh, the US has needed more of our beef, so that's been strong. So absolutely, demand is remaining a, a strong force in the industry. Great to hear. Thank you.